everybody, welcome back to uh, the Mandalorian After Show. Um, normally we'd be saying this is the like Bay of Blood Presents the Mandalorian After Show, but we've recently changed our name. So, this particular show is going to be under the Graveyard Sith podcast. And our normal ones are going to be under the Graveyard Shit podcasts. So, there you go. Confusion reigns, but it is the way it is. Um, unfortunately, Will can't join us tonight. He is working, you know, the the joys of uh, employment, I guess. Um, so, yeah. So, we're joined here today by Smokegrass and Jonathan Orr. How are you guys doing? What up, y'all? <laughs> Very yeah, good cool. to have him here, man. Good to have him on the show. Oh yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't even know where to start. First off, we gotta address, you know, the elephant in the room that is all of the Star Wars shows and movies that have been announced in like the past like forty-eight hours. Right. <laughs> Isn't there yeah. what like like ten or fifteen shows, something like that, and movies and all this other stuff? Yeah, about ten of them. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Yeah, Just I'm saying. glad. You, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, I was. I don't know if you guys know the podcast or the YouTube channel called We Watched a Movie, but they had uh, a. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, they had a live stream going, and I was actually watching quite a bit of that and they were it was like a live discussion talking about pretty much nothing but that but like hbo max and disney plus like the unreal amount of shit that they have lined up (laughs) yeah well I, i was saying to will um the other night when i was talking to him i think it's a really good idea like to go with like the television route first i mean because you could you know take the money that it costs to make uh, like a Star Wars movie, okay? And then make, say, five shows. From mm. those five shows, see what people are really interested in. Right. And then, well, if you're going to make a movie, make it of those. That that was a lot of good points that they were bringing up, though, because, mm. like, you know, on one hand, it's, like you said, it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. It's, I mean crazy good shit is lined up but not only that you, you look at on the other hand and it's like you know he was saying that disney i mean it's just proof of like disney right yeah you know it's, it's like feel the audience out first yeah. you know see, see what's what first instead of trying to force feed things down people's throat yeah you what know? they should have done with the sequels yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just find it really funny though that like all of these projects are coming out and it looks like every single one has more to do with like the OT than the, the sequels. Oh yeah. Well, it's like has Disney not learned their lesson yet? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. They keep they keep uh, doubling down on Mary Sue Palpatine, but you know. Um okay. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it it is what it is. I mean, you know, uh, I guess they have to try to, you know, make their money out of her while they can, while she's still, yeah. you know, young and relatively hot. So, 
Right. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but the one I'm most excited for as far as, like, not Marvel, but Star Wars goes, is uh, Kenobi. Oh, yeah. I'm... I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Um, also, I'm actually kind of uh, um, I'm kind of hyped about Acolyte. Yeah, I don't yeah. know much about it, but I heard it was supposed to be like a, a pretty dark, like darker interpretation of Star yeah. Wars. I'm just just with the name Acolyte and the look of the logo and everything. I'm completely expecting like a Sith based show. Yeah, that's the plan. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That is something yeah. I want to see more of, you know, like, you know, the Sith, the Empire, like, essentially yeah, the dark so side of Star Wars. <laughs> that's what's going to be, like, interesting. And then, of course, right. you know, we got, like, the Bad Batch and everything. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't know too much about, like, a lot of the others, but like they they were kind of trying to go into detail and kind of explain it to people. Like say, the droids one, you know, and they're like, it might be animated, it might not be. It's like as much as we all love R two and three PO, it's like how many times can you do that to death and just watch droids walking around? You know Dude, what I mean? I, I just as long as they bring on those the two like droid psychopaths. You know, um, what is his name? Like, one's like Triple Zero or something, and someone else. They're they're two droids. They look just like R two and and three PO, but they're complete psychopaths, and they just like butcher people. <laughs> if you bring them in, you yeah. got a fan in me. <laughs> yeah, For I, sure. I, was, I was saying to Will about this, and you know, it's something. That they could do really easily with like the droids series. Um, I don't know if you guys, either, you guys uh, have ever seen them, but like over in Japan, they have a lot of like animes that are like literally like three minute episodes. And I think the idea is they ju- they just put them on like if you know when something like one show is going to run a bit like a bit a bit too short. So mm-hmm. they have like these little three minute like episodes, and they're never anything really special. But I could see a droids thing being about that, you know, just stuff is going on, and we're just seeing what the droids are doing in the meantime. Right. I mean, if it was like played out like episodic, like Star Wars is supposed to be, yeah, it, it could be. If it was done like that and like done really well, it, it could be good. But like, yeah. I just think that. You know, they're everybody's seeing what's going on with the Mandalorian and how well it's made and yeah. how well it's doing and, and that they're doing it right. And now everybody's coming out of the woodwork like, you know, like, oh, why didn't you do this before? Yeah. Like, like this is what everybody maybe, wants. Right. Maybe I need to hop on this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like we said, good good time to be a Star Wars fan, honestly, and uh, I am completely down for it. I I just want someone to make something of the Old Republic with Revan and cast Keanu Reeves. Oh, nice! That's yeah, all like- I want. I mean, it would be perfect. 
Bring John said, Wick to it. Yeah, John Wick with lightsabers. That's essentially what you'd got. Right. You know, they killed his Bantha, and he didn't like it. So he goes and gets revenge. That's what that's what Darth Revan actually is. <laughs> yeah. That could be pretty cool. It could. I mean, Star Wars is one of those things there's so much potential. And right. you know, it's the sort of thing I, I it's one of my slight gripes with the Mandalorian, and it's not even really a a, a gripe with the show itself. When when it first started, mm. the Mandalorian felt like something that it was its own thing. It didn't really have any connections to any of the other, you know, like the people we already know. And the universe seemed just so big. And that's my one gripe with them bringing in characters that we already know. You know, it's like, yeah. do, like, do we really need... Did we really need Ahsoka a couple episodes ago? I mean, it was awesome. It was one of the right. best episodes they've done. But, you know... Oh, no, they, I see what you're did, saying. Yeah, sure. did they really need to do that, you know? I don't well, know, but well, I like the way yeah. it's tying all together, though, so... Well, we gotta see what she looks like in live action, so... Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, and now we have, we know it's awesome, and uh, we're gonna get the Ahsoka show, so that's uh, reason enough right there. And yeah, I just, I, I gotta say, I love, though, how Star Wars has become, like, the, how can I put this, like, the property, if you will, that all, like, the SJWs are, like, rallying against, and they just don't care. <laughs> when you think yeah. of how, how, like, you know, like, cheered on the sequel trilogy was and everything by the SJWs, and now they're they're complaining about everything, and, and, like, all the Star Wars people are just like, shut up, we don't care. Yeah, I mean, it's it's never good enough for people. It's like, you do it right, and it's fucking wrong. You do it wrong, and it's fucking right. You know? Exactly. Exactly. It, it's, it's awesome, though. And, uh, honestly, if we keep going in this direction... I think we're going to have some really good some really good like shows and some really good movies coming up and honestly just you know I just have two things just keep Ryan Johnson away from it and keep Kathleen Kennedy away from it. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, keep the guy that knows nothing about Star Wars away from it and keep the terrorist away from it and and yeah. we're fine. <laughs> I, I stand by that. I say Kathleen Kathleen Kennedy is is a terrorist. What, what? How else would you explain taking something that's like universally loved by millions of people and then shitting on it for your own uh, political ambition? All right. Well, I mean, to be that sounds fair. like a terrorist attack to me. <laughs> and let's and let's never forget. The Holdo maneuver is essentially, you know, nine eleven. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, she, they're yeah, she's like a war criminal. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. really is. I mean, you know, the, the Holdo character. So, you know, it is what it is, but you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and you, a, you know, you're not going to get any uh, Kathleen Kennedy love from this particular podcast. Oh, no. 
No, I mean, if you're any kind of fan at all, no. Yeah. <laughs> did Did you see her tweet or whatever that she put out? And she, like when? Because you know, another like bit of news right there. They're bringing back uh, Hayden Christensen as Anakin in the star, in the Kenobi show. Oh yeah. How awesome is that going to be? And I just I her tweet or whatever was like you know oh you know we're bringing back Hayden Christensen you know it's going to be Vader versus Kenobi. It's like oh it's so great. And it's like shut up. We know you you've already shit all over that legacy to begin with. Right. You know, go away. <laughs> you you deal with the money. You handle that end of it. Let you know. Let Floney and uh, and Favreau deal with the creative side, and you'll get good stuff, and everyone will win. Oh yeah. I mean, I was going to say, to to be fair and to touch on your point earlier, like, you know, Disney is has gotten to be like that, too. Like Kathleen, you know, complete fucking sellouts. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's like you were saying about the Mando show. It kind of started out like, yeah, it's good, you know, like uh, to bring in other characters and, and like – but in a, in a way, it seems like in the beginning – they didn't really, they didn't really pander, you know. Exactly. But yeah, as it went on, yeah, they started like pandering a little bit more. Like, ooh, here, see, you know, here we go again. Like, yeah. s- s- notice this character, notice this, notice that. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, it's just sort of thing. Know? I, I get it. I get it, but you know, it, it, it isn't necessary. Right. Well, that's but why I, I say on our last show. I said uh, it would be really cool and unique and different if they took it in a direction that we didn't expect, you know, like a little bit of a of like a darker direction. Mm. Now, whatever that means, I don't know. But say they did that, you know, and uh, kind of blew for the win. Yeah, like blew, blew your expectations out of the water. You know, yeah. instead of like the same damn thing, like say The Walking Dead, we know what to yeah. expect every episode and season. Very but, true. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's been going good. Hopefully, it stays that way. But I, I think I as, as long as to, to go is connected, direct. you know. Yeah. 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 For right. sure. You know. Yeah. Just let you know people that have a genuine passion for it work on it. You know. Honestly, I would like to see one directed by uh, Kevin Smith. I would like to see directed by John Carpenter. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. Well, I mean, hell, we got Robert Rodriguez, so right. So who knows? You know, uh, that's something I definitely like. I like the idea of like, you know, I don't know whether big name directors is really the word I'm looking for, but obviously talented directors who know what they're doing and know the property. Right. Unlike Ryan Johnson, you know, who was a, who's a talented director. I'll give him that his, his original stuff is fine. Like knives out was a great movie. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. I loved it, but you know, he doesn't know star Wars. He wasn't the right, person for that role right you know give it give it to someone who knows 
I mean, he completely took what uh, JJ was trying to do with it and yeah. shit all over it, you know? And then, yeah, was it JJ that did Rise of Skywalker, or was it yet another director? It, it was, was JJ. J- right? It was JJ, yeah. But it, it, there was it so much having to retcon what Johnson had right. done, you know? You spend half the movie just retconning all the, all the stuff. Right. You know, it is what it is, though. So, yeah, I guess I guess we can get into the episode now, eh? Try to make people happy, that's all there was to it. Yeah, very true. Okay, so, episode seven of season two, otherwise known as uh, episode 15, I think? Chapter called, 15. Yeah, yeah, chapter 15, um, titled uh, The Believer. Uh, before we get into the synopsis or everything, I will say right now, this this was a filler episode. Oh, but, yeah. But it was a filler episode done right. The Mandalorian knows how to do filler episodes. You know? They they put in just enough... Um, how, how, what's the word I'm looking for? Just enough important stuff to make it not complete filler. Yeah, I mean, it was cru- still cru- very crucial information that we needed, even though it was filler. Yeah, it's the sort of stuff, honestly, you could... This episode, if you'd completely skipped this episode, yeah, it wouldn't have necessarily made sense how they, they found out where Moff Gideon was and everything, who, again, is rocking it. I love Moff Gideon. He's just awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... L- you could you could have wrote it off, you know, as like you know they they already got the coordinates or whatever, and it wouldn't have made much of a difference. But I like what this did for characters, you know, right. the characters of of the Mandalorian, the character of like, you know, Bill Burr's guy. I can't remember his yeah. name. Uh, I just uh, watched it, like like like. An no. hour ago, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> uh, if Pander was here, he'd be able to tell us because that's yeah. his one of his favorite comedians. Fuck. Yeah, I can't well, remember. Well, 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 Pander Pander just calls him a uh, Space Boston. <laughs> space. Well, yeah. Well, there you go, Space Boston. That's what we'll go with. <laughs> uh so is it Megs? Megs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So. We'll go just a quick uh, recap like, of, you know, the synopsis. Uh, they go and get Space Boston out of jail. <laughs> you know, they, they he's he's t- taking apart, you know, TIE fighters. Maybe it's just me, but it doesn't seem like a good idea for, like, an ex-Imperial guy to be taking apart TIE fighters. I'm sure he could jury-rig some kind of weapon from there, you know. But but that's just me. So yeah, robot comes up to him. He's like, "All uh, you've been like uh, put in the custody of like Marshal Doom, and it's Kara Doom." And uh, how awesome was it when they get back to the to um, the Slave One, and uh, Boba Fett's standing there in his newly painted armor? Oh yeah, badass. That was awesome. And yeah, it's, dude. It's 
just a cool paint scheme and everything. It just looks badass. Hey, you had to freshen it up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, that's that's something I always thought went, like, the OT. You know, you whenever you'd see him, his armor was always old and beaten up and everything, and it never changed for the entire series. I'm glad, you know, he's got it back now, so he's like, damn it, I'm going to take better care of it. Right. I love that. And... I just I just love that he comes up and he's like like oh I, I thought you were someone else and then and then the Mando comes walking out and you see this moment where where you know Space Boston is kind of like shit <laughs> right <laughs> yeah this moment where he's just like damn it <laughs> well, I mean just his his overall like new look I guess yeah. you could say like last episode you know was kind of like Tuscan Raider meets Boba Fett. You know, because he was getting it back. But, like, this episode, even though we only got, like, a little glimpse of it, I I like the overall scheme of his, like, new look, his new outfit. Even though he's got the old armor back and repainted. Yeah. uh, You know what I mean? I like the black almost, like, is it like a coat that he's wearing, like, under the armor almost? Yeah. I like that. I think that's really cool. I Honestly, I think they did that because, uh, you know... Probably after they filmed the last episode, they're like, hmm, he's looking a bit chonkers. Right. <laughs> you know, um, Boba Fett was always a bit thinner, so let, let's put him in, like, a coat or something. Either right. way, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, so, it works. Yeah. So they get him, and they say, you know, we need, we want to find Moff Gideon's ship. And he's, at first, he's not having any of it. He's like, like no, 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 no. But then eventually they talk him into it, and they say, we we got to go to this planet. There's like a hidden Imperial mining base there or something. Well, a refinery, I guess you could say. And uh, we can get to the terminal there. I can find out where it is. So they go to this planet, and maybe it's just me, but this movie, com- movie this episode completely changed oh. into the wages of fear. At that point, otherwise known as uh, they remade it as sorcerer, right? Know, like delivering like yeah. highly explosive stuff, and they have to keep it like under a certain speed and keep it going and stuff. I saw that and I was just kind of like I kind of I like I like the nod. Yeah, honestly, I, I didn't even think about that. But like sorcerer, I mean, I haven't seen the original in like years, but I, I love yeah. sorcerer; it's one of my favorites. But yeah. I didn't even think about. That. That's cool. Yeah, I saw that. And I was just kind of like, "Oh, are they doing Wages of Fear?" And I was like, "Yes, they are." Yeah, just get fucking Roy Scheider in there, man. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd come and get like get drunk or something and punch somebody right. out. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be interesting to say the least. So yeah, so they essentially hijack one of these uh, trucks carrying this explosive, and. Um, they're they're heading along. They're we got we got Mando now dressed in um, stormtrooper armor, yeah. which is uh, an interesting thing because he obviously doesn't like it. <laughs> and what I love though is the fact you know he's able to to play this out like how uncomfortable he is, and you can't even see his face. You know he's still in the armor in this armor and everything, but it's so obvious he's not comfortable. Yeah, you, you can tell he's <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, so they're going along, and 
the trucks in front of them get attacked and they get blown up. So quickly it becomes obvious they're... Well, they say they're pirates, but I don't know whether you could really call them pirates, because, I mean, pirates steal shit. They, <laughs> these these guys are just blowing stuff up. You know? They, they're just trying to blow up this, like, explosive. Um, so I don't know whether pirates is really an apt term. Maybe we'll get some more information on that, like, in a later... Like yeah. Maybe that next season or something, I don't know. But you get to see Mando whooping ass without the Beskar armor, without like his standard array of stuff. I found it really funny though that, you know, he still tried to like the the moves he was using were the right. same moves he would use in his normal armor, where you know, the Beskar would just block something, no problem. Like, he, like he, he puts up his arms to, like, block things, and, like, the the armor on the arms gets all broken off, and it's obvious where he's like, you know, my other armor would have survived that. Oh, yeah. Well, I will say, though, I, the scene, like, right before he gets up top, I yeah. love that you can, you can actually see his eyes through the new Stormtrooper mask. Yeah. You can totally see his eyes. But that back and I forth like mask, that mask. Yeah. The ba- the back and forth between Bill Burr and uh, Mando is so fucking funny, dude. It's That's really good. And I mean, it brings... He's, he's, he's calling him out, but he's making a lot of great points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he really is. I mean, yeah. He really is. Eventually... Uh, they they get nearly to the base and they're being attacked by uh, these quote unquote pirates, and they get saved by two Tie Fighters coming in and shooting them, and then a bunch of stormtroopers show up and start shooting everybody, and even <laughs> yeah, here comes the cavalry, right? Yeah, and <laughs> even Space Boston <laughs> reacts to it like, "Bet you've never been so happy to see Imperial troops in your life." <laughs> And it's kind of true. I mean, it's played completely like, you know, these are the people, like, these they're saving the good guys and everything. <laughs> yeah. So they get into the facility. Uh, they're going to go into this, uh, I think they said it was like an officer's, like, uh, canteen or something, like, where they eat. I can't remember the name of it. To uh, download... Uh, the location of uh, Moff Gideon's ship. But uh, Space Boston walks in, and then he notices somebody who he recognizes from before, played by the great uh, Richard Brake. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was so awesome. I mean, honestly, he is quickly becoming one of my favorite actors. Oh, yeah. He's just so good. So Man. he... Yeah, so... Bill Burr hightails it out of there and essentially says to the Mando, um, you know, he's going to recognize me. I can't go in. Like, you're going to have to do it, sort of thing. He's like, but, uh, yeah, the way Imperial systems work, you you have to show your face. It scans your face. So, he, you know, after trying some other stuff and everything, he does. He takes off his helmet and he's yep. there. Scan his face. And it's great because that's another scene where he just looks so uncomfortable. Right. And yeah, his, uh, uh, 
Yeah, it's the it's the uh, it's the code of a uh, Mandalorian. You know, you cannot show your face at all. Yeah. So yeah, and, you know, yeah. So yeah, he has no other choice but to do the unthinkable, and he going to go, going against his own code. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just awesome how he plays it so convincingly. I mean, all right. You know, we we've seen what the Mando can do. You know, he's good at like fights. He's good at everything. But like, it's like you've you've got him in a situation where he's genuinely uncomfortable, and it's obvious he has no clue what to do. Right. He's like, should I talk? Should I not talk? I don't know. So. uh <laughs> Yeah, so Space Boston comes up with, uh, you know, this, like, uh, he got, like, shot down, like, his, he can't hear very well, and, uh, yeah, so, like, essentially don't talk to him. <laughs> and then, uh... Yeah, he gave him, he gave him a nice little cute little code name, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, Brown Eyes, right? Yeah. I mean, that was kind of funny, it's like... So does that mean he was looking so intently that he learned the color of his eyes in a matter of, like, seconds? I don't know. Either that, he just had a complete Yeah. So, Richard Brake's character uh, says, like, you know, you're, like, the guys that came in on the last thing. You're you're the one, the only ones that delivered any of this explosive, you know? Like, uh, come here, well, like, have a drink. And um, you start getting... I don't. I don't even want to say hints because you know, you know, the empire is kind of like not great to begin with. But you're you get kind of the definite feeling of how bad it could be. You know, because yeah. they they're, they talk about Operation Cinder from uh, talked about in Battlefront Two. So essentially, you know, scorching planets and everything. And it quickly becomes clear that's kind of what this explosive is for. And um, Space Boston doesn't take kindly to this, because uh, he was involved in one of those, uh, you know, Project Cinder uh, things where uh, all, pretty much everyone died. And he didn't take kindly to it, so... Dude shoots Richard Brake. He completely Han Solo's him. Oh, he yeah. He, he shot, shot first, 100%, just yeah. done. <laughs> and then they uh, they head out the window. Yeah, they got witnesses. We got to shoot out yeah, the <laughs> Exactly. And Cara Dune and whatever her name is, I can never remember her name, uh, Boba Fett's bitch. Um, uh... Oh, uh, is it Fennec? Fennec? Yeah, yeah, Fennec. Yeah. So they're out there. They're sniping stormtroopers left, right, and center. Um, you know, they, they've got what they, they came for, so they get up to the roof. And uh, Boba Fett comes along in Slave 1. They, he picks him up. He's being chased down by two TIE fighters, and he drops uh, what, what do they call seismic charge or whatever takes those out, which was damn awesome. And, uh, in the meantime, also, uh, Bill Burr has taken a rifle. And he's shot and blown up all this explosive. <laughs> and I just love his thing, you know, it's kind of like, um, 
just dealing with like some like old business or whatever. You know, dealing with an old like uh problem or something. Well, for a second there I thought something was gonna happen to him. Like we can talk more about it uh yeah. a little bit later. But like how uh you know, because we all kind of know that Mando's trying to build a suicide squad eventually. Yeah. But uh, Miggs or Space Boston is like one of Pander's favorite characters. So there for a second, we thought he was going to uh, uh, bite the bullet. Yeah. And, and he goes to make that jump. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, shit. You know, because you know, yeah, I, some- I thought he, I thought he was going to get hit. Right. But he made it. Uh, yeah, and then uh, so they land slave one. They get out, uh, and Cardoon's like kind of, oh, it's a shame like the prisoner didn't survive that he died in the explosion. So essentially, you know, like uh, a shock trooper of like the Republic has like essentially just let an Imperial go, just because she, she, yeah. she, you know, because like he's like. A pretty good guy. And I mean, he kind of is like a good guy. I mean, you know, um, I know Star Wars theory was saying he reckoned that the title, the believer came Mm. from Bill Burr's character. That he becomes the believer. Yeah. This (laughs) is a redemption story. Yeah. I like it. I like the fact that they, they let him live. He's a character that they can do a lot more with in the future, and I'm really hoping they do. Oh yeah, and yeah. Um, I liked him a lot more than I did in the when he first showed up. When, yeah, when he, when he first showed up, he, I I didn't like his character, you know. Um, but I've taken a real liking to him in this episode. Right, and I, mean, uh, I, guess, I guess if you already have that kind of connection or whatsoever with Bill Burr and you already know him like the first time I seen him I'm just like oh shit Bill Burr (laughs) yeah and then we get possibly you know the greatest scene of the episode Um, Moff Gideon's on his uh, on his ship and uh, two people come running in they say essentially like you gotta see this and it's a hologram of the Mando and he's essentially repeating word for word what Moff Gideon said when he first appeared before the Mando. Yeah, and, that was badass. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so much more threatening coming from the Mando. Yeah, that you was know, great, man. Like, you see this look on uh, on Gideon's face, and it's kind of like this, like, it's like he almost knows he's kind of screwed. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> I'm I'm calling it right now. Season three, we're gonna have uh, essentially Moff Vader. Yeah, I could he, see he, that. He's gonna get mangled up in the fight, and he's gonna end up like with a mask, and he's gonna have like uh, you know, probably not like uh, like obvious like Darth Vader armor or whatever. But he he's almost kind of wearing it now. He's close right. to it. Without the helmet. He's already yeah. got the dark troopers and shit, but yeah. I mean, like the the greatest thing about the sequel trilogies for me, which ain't much, is mm-hmm. uh, fucking Kylo Ren, dude. I mean, yeah, his look, his sound, you know, they could do something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I could see them doing it. I mean, um, 
Moff Gideon's just such like a cool character. I mean, he's one of those guys that he doesn't really need to do anything. He can just stand there, but it's obvious like he's the guy in charge. Right, and he's got the dark saber. Yeah. Yeah. And uh you know, it's just it's it's going to be an interesting um it's going to be an interesting uh finale for sure, and it's going to be an interesting season 3. Right, got to leave us all hanging until fucking season three. That's going to suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Christmas uh, 2021. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what how to feel about that. I mean, I, Wait, I know there are all wait. these other... There's all these other Star Wars things going on, which is really damn cool. But until they get it, they can keep something on at like pretty much any like all the time. Um, right. You know, I wish they'd kind of, uh, you know, like put a bit of a hurry on the Mando at least. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and call it now and just say that. <clears throat> I mean, again, going back to what you were saying, I, I think it's fantastic that. Uh, you know, it is a great time to be a Star Wars fan, but I think half, if not over half of those, will just be filler kind of things and not in a good way. It'll be yeah. like half might be kind of, you know, the general population going, eh, you know, until the Mando gets back on, and then the other yeah. half will be like, badass. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. So, yeah, this episode as a whole, for like a rating, uh, I give it Nada eight point five out of ten. I I dug it, but it is filler, you know. So it it gets points knocked off for being filler, but it's still a damn good episode. I know yeah. Will's rating also is his is eight out of ten. So, you know, like what about you guys? Yeah, it's an eight. Yeah, yeah. That that seems about. That seems about right, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would go with... Uh... See, I thought Will's rating was different, because actually me, Pander, and Will mm-hmm. uh, was all on the phone last night and ah. watched it. Yeah. So we're like, <laughs> oh, shit. And then meanwhile, I'm trying to be quiet, because the wife's asleep. But uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I thought his rating was different, because at the time, us three all kind of rated it 7 to 7.5. So I kind of stick with that rating. Like I didn't, I didn't like it nearly as much as the last episode, but oh, I yeah. still love. It. But I'd give it somewhere middle ground, like seven, seven point five. Like it I was think, really good. It was filled, but it was yeah. important that we needed. I get the feeling that Will's rating might have gone up due to like seeing like the other stuff in there, like the mention of like Operation Cinder and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe stuff you didn't notice on the first viewing. That's kind of the feeling I get. But, you know. Um, I mean, my, my rating immediately goes down a little bit, because let's talk about the real elephant in the room. No fucking... Hell yeah. Yeah, well, yeah so this, this episode should have been called The Tragedy, because we don't even see fucking Grogu, man. I know. Like, An episode without God, it's just wrong, I tell you. Right. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. um, 
I saw a great meme the other day, and uh, essentially it showed a picture of a stormtrooper, and it said, uh, like, like, this guy went to such a thing, he learned all his stuff, and then he was on Moff Gideon's ship, and uh, his first order was, like, get the baby handcuffs. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> we have baby handcuffs? I think we're the bad guys. <laughs> And it's kind of true. I mean, how the hell they had handcuffs his size, I don't know. Right, get the baby shackles. That, yeah, that, it's like, it's like, dude. <laughs> yeah, that cracks me up. Long time, I guess. Yeah. Man, it's... Yeah. But it's just a damn good show. I love it when, like, the, the, sort of like the lowest rated episode is, like, a seven... That's saying something about a show when, like, it's never dropped below that. Yeah, but it should be higher than that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, but I mean, honestly, can you think of any other show where, like, a filler episode comes on and it doesn't automatically get, like, a five? Right. They're few and far between. And it just proves the the passion and the just the the knowledge that's brought to the to the front from the showrunners, you know? That they can make an episode of filler and still make it like a highlight episode. Yeah. Put in put in just enough really cool stuff. Like I mean hell I'm forever gonna call this, you know, like the painted, uh, the po- the painted boba episode. Yeah, you know, it's gonna go down in history. This is the episode where he painted his armor again. It looks awesome. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know how most people feel about uh, about this. I'm sure, on average, like, okay, because so like my my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Probably would be, I mean, there's a bunch of them, but like overall, I, I guess my favorite scene would be uh, when he has to take his mask off. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, just that whole scene from beginning to start. And like we were saying before about how it has all these like Western and Eastern influences in it. You can definitely tell. Oh, um, yeah. I, I think that drives the, the, the point home further, you know, yeah. like it, it remind as tense and shit as it is. Mm. It it reminds me of like I don't know like old Hitchcock or even old, like really old westerns, like just yeah. the way it's out. I mean, from beginning to end, where he has to take it off, and then they they go and sit down and have a drink, and and then by the end, Bill Burr is like, he hands him his mask, and he's like, "Don't worry, I won't tell anybody." Like it's yeah. it's so good, you know, the way it's played. It is, and it's just. Oh damn, it's just so good. And it's been a while since I watched season one, but did the Mando have like the mustache and like little beard thing in season one? I don't think he did. Uh I think it was very light. Like it wasn't yeah. like a bushy you know, it was like uh, he he had to take it off because, you know, he was gonna die or something like that. But yeah, it was it was very light. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I kind of like it being there. 
I think it would just be kind of cool to see a Mandalorian and they turn towards like the screen and just like the bottom of their mask is just like all this hair coming out of it because they've never shaved in like four years. They got like a big, big ass bushy beard and it's just sticking out from under the mask. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> you, you know what? I, stupid things I think about sometimes is um, I even think I mentioned this to, to Will and, and Johnny. Like sometimes you can tell that like his helmet is so big. Sometimes I I wonder like when he gets in battle and shit. Like how the fuck doesn't it fall off? <laughs> yeah, you know well, what I that, mean. That is something you know they never really address. Like they, I, I I don't know. Maybe there's hooks in it or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I don't know because I guess like on average even with Boba and the the original. Uh, trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of have like a scarf-looking thing around their neck, and then they put the helmet on. So yeah. it's like it's, as big as Mando's helmet is. Uh, I guess it's the way they shoot it. Like you would figure that you would be able to see his neck and chin and shit sometimes, but you don't. Well, you've seen that figure of him, so you know what his face was supposed to look like underneath. Maybe it was just glued on. Uh, I, I didn't see the figure. Oh, there's a figure, and uh, it shows him without the mask, and it looks horrible. Let's put it this way. If if the actor guy actually looked like that, man, he'd never work in Hollywood. <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, it looks so bad. I mean, it doesn't look a thing like him. It looks like yeah. a thumb with eyes drawn on it. <laughs> like like a fucking uh, turkey, like a hand turkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but man, seriously, that is that's something else. I mean, but then again, you know, I like the Mandalorian without you know, without taking off the helmet. I loved that, you know, like in the first season, even like the like uh the shot, like, uh, they did, they take a picture of, like, all the cast and crew, and he kept the helmet on then. Oh, yeah. I love that. I really do. And it's just, it's just damn cool. Yeah, stay true to the character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might kind of be in a story, like, I, I love both, don't get me wrong, like, yeah, okay, he, he's the ultimate badass, like, he's fucking Snake Plissken or Eastwood or whoever, when he's got that helmet on. But, oh, yeah. What's interesting is, like, <clears throat> you know, the the few times that his helmet ha- has been off, it's mm-hmm. it hasn't been force-fed down our throats. It's been for good reason and to serve the story. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, e- even just – and it kind of humanizes him a bit. You know, like, don't take it off too much, but have a, have a damn good reason to take it off. Yeah. Like yeah, when there's, yeah, yeah. Much- the symbolism right there, you know, he got the helmet on, you know who he is. He knows who he is with the helmet on, but with the helmet off, you know. Yeah. Even he doesn't right. really know who he is. Yeah, he, he don't know who of. he is, you know. Yeah. 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 And especially and especially for this episode when he wore the stormtrooper armor, you know, oh, he didn't yeah. know how to act, you know. No, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, he sat there. He sat there in the uh, the cockpit. You know, he didn't say nothing. You know, he barely moved. You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've never yeah, he, seen anyone look as uncomfortable as he looked in that scene. Yeah, <laughs> I know, dude. He was he was like literally stiff as a board. 
Like he just fucking sat there. And it was awesome because it, it so plays up to the character. Right. You know, th- this whole, like, the fact that, like, his whole being is this, like, uh, you know, the creed of, like, the Mandalorian and everything. And, you know, he's been learning recently that maybe it's not everything he's been told is exactly true. Right. You know, so I mean, he's met genuine Mandalorians who take off their helmets. Right. Like Boba. Yeah. That's kind of, I, I, I love the fact that Boba's now, like, you know, like... <laughs> I don't want to say like like a Mandalorian himself, but that his father was a foundling. I love that. All right. Well, if anything, I, I think I not hate, but mm-hmm. okay. I, I think I like, or let me see. I think I find myself wishing more mm-hmm. that now that we're reintroduced to Boba, mm-hmm. that he would keep his helmet on more than Mando would. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like every five seconds, Boba is taking his fucking helmet off now, and I'm like, no, well, keep course, it on. You, know, you, you got to show that makeup. Yeah, they yeah. spent a lot of money on that scar makeup. You know, you can't just hide it away. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I just but, think it would be really interesting to see Boba Fett meet like Captain Rex. And essentially have like you know the like the ripped up, scarred up Boba Fett, and then have Captain Rex who'd still look relatively normal, and have dude playing both characters. That would be kind of awesome. Remind me again of, of of who that is. Captain Rex. He's one of the um, the clone troopers. Uh, him and Ahsoka are really tight. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, so he is, you know, he looks exactly like Boba Fett, except without the the scars. <laughs> At least those scars. It'll be interesting, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a really damn good makeup job, and like much like 2018 with all the little details, you know, the 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 stabbing in his neck and shit that they actually took the time to uh, yeah. flesh out those details and shit, you know, which is cool. But I'm like, man, I wish Bubba would keep his helmet on a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he just looks so badass with it on. And I yeah, mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's distinctly Boba Fett. You know, he doesn't look like any other Mandalorian. You know? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's probably because we're, so, I mean, you know, we have a memory. Of it. We're so used to Boba and the original movies and wanting more, yeah. more of them, and now we're getting it. I mean, hell, even just like, like you know, the new paint job, it just, it it makes them something. Otherworld. Awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it was a damn good episode for filler. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so. even going to that uh, scene where he's sitting down and having a drink without his uh, helmet on. Yep. It. I don't know. Like, it, there's just so much to consume in that one scene 
but yeah. that the actor that plays Mando, uh, I forget his name. What Pedro? Pedro uh, Pascal. Yeah, it's just so interesting to see what he does with or without the mask. But like when he's sitting down without it, you could easily see that mask back on him. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. Like yeah. the the what am I trying to say? Like the dichotomy almost. Because yeah. in like earlier scenes when he goes in there with uh, Kara and he sits down, you know, with the mask. Well, now it's cool to see him go in and sit down without a mask. It's yeah. just real to see how he plays it out. Uh, it, but you could easily see that mask back on back on him in a second. Just really yeah. Cool. Well, let's be honest. I'm sure like his character was like, let me get out of here and get my mask on. <laughs> right. He was very much, like I said, the level of uncomfortableness of those, like, of the interactions with people and everything is awesome. I love it. Yeah, because he's been, he's been, you know, that, that like you said, he's starting to think maybe it's not all it's cracked up to be, but he mm. he was he was so used to that. Yeah. And that's the, the way he lived. He probably fucking slept with that thing on, you know? Yeah. yeah. And now, in that one scene alone... You could see the way he plays it on his face, like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess officially he could say, I had to take off my helmet, but everyone's dead now, so it doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> you know, like if he was talking to the armorer, he'd be ever like, have you ever taken off your helmet? He's like, yeah, but they're all dead. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> okay, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man awesome stuff oh yeah. yeah I think we should probably uh, end the episode here um so yeah um well, feel free to check back when you know see more Star Wars epi- episodes on the the Graveyard Sith podcast and if you if you're looking for more horror, head over for uh, it's it's all the same place. I don't know why I'm saying it, but you know, the Graveyard Shit Podcast, <laughs> formerly the Bay of Blood Podcast. It's like damn, it's confusing, yeah. but yeah, everyone will get used to it. I'm sure. Oh yeah, and uh, it's all good. Yeah. Well, uh, can can I ask you guys right quick? Uh, if if you had any favorite scenes, and then we can close out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it was completely the awkwardness of him when he's not wearing the mask. I loved those scenes. And just seeing Boba Fett painted, I was just like, oh, damn, shit's going to go down. <laughs> yeah. Those two scenes honestly make the entire episode. The the rest of the episode could be people sitting around talking about politics. Those two scenes would make it worth it. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Johnny? Uh, you know. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, it, it is it is when they when he got the uh, the armor on, the you know, the, the stormtrooper. Armor on. I mean, <laughs> you know, him feeling so much out of place. You know, like I said before, it, it just straight symbolism. I mean, he did not know, 
he did not know what to do, you know. He didn't, he didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 almost like he, he was scared to say something, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah he was sitting there with the Stormtrooper armor on, you know. And and you know he had to he had to take off the helmet you know you know what's going on in his mind you know yeah this this is this is not this is not the way you know exactly not exactly. the way of the Mandalorian yeah he's a, he's a Mandalorian he's not a stormtrooper but you know yeah. he's wearing stormtrooper armor you know he is conflicted one hundred percent conflicted mm. <laughs> but yeah you know he had um uh what's his face he had to help him out there though. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, he had a he had an unlikely ally, yeah, which is which is pretty much his redemption story. You know, yeah. This this, this episode this episode is filler, but you know you, you know we are learning more about the the Mandalorian, and then you know we got you know what's his face, you know Bill Burr's character yep. having his redemption story. You know, yeah. I gotta kick this thing up to a nine because you know mm. it's just all the all, all all of those elements bunched into one, and yeah, they really delivered on that on that on the, in that uh, that particular level. So yeah, you know, I gotta bump this up to and not a, a solid nine. Yeah, nice, <clears throat> nice. I mean, yeah, I, I, I I hope that honestly it. it turns out that like we see a future episode and then we can look back at this and say that actually wasn't a filler episode. Right. I'm going to go back and watch it actually, because, uh, you know, on my own, instead of having three people or two people on the phone, which was, <laughs> yeah. fun, which was fun, but you know, you don't take it in the same way as you do by yourself, but exactly. I might, I might actually, you know, based on what Johnny said and stuff, I might actually just go up to a solid eight. I think would be fair, more fair. Yeah, it it <clears throat> it's it's solid filler, and it's you know, if they can keep doing filler like this, you know, in the future, this is a series that will have legs for years. You know, oh for sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this episode was damn good shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Honestly, I mean, uh, I, well, like, I mean, it's like I said, when you can take a filler episode and still make it a minimum like seven, you're you're doing something right. You know? Because, oh, yeah. I mean, how easy is it for a filler episode just to be, like, boring, just... A literal, it's it's literal filler. Sometimes they right. they they do it smart. <laughs> they they put in just enough important stuff to make it still relevant, right? And Even fresh, though, yeah. You know, and not just like I don't know, like an episode where they go to like a, some planet for some reason, right? You know? There's there's always like a legitimate reason and it works. Well, it's like you know, uh, go, go go look at 
how other shows are doing it too and see what to do and what not to do. You know, going back yeah. again to Walking Dead, how many times can we follow fucking characters around? Yeah. When they run in the earth and every episode someone dies, it's the same shit. But then yeah. on, on the other end of it, go look at American Horror Story or something. Every yeah. fucking season is different. Yep. You know, so I hope it's a show that, that goes much longer than we all anticipate. And oh, yeah. it's like, if you look at, again, shows like The Walking Dead and if, or even Supernatural, as good yeah. as they may be, kind of, sort of, and they can last seasons upon seasons upon seasons. Mm-hmm. It's like, if Mando's doing it right, then it should last much longer than we all know, which I really oh, yeah. hope so. I think it will, honestly. Like, the response it gets from, like, all of the Star Wars fans, that tells me it's going to have a long life. Because, I mean, let's be honest. The people who are complaining aren't Star Wars fans. Right. You know, know. the people that are complaining about um, Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka, they're not real Star Wars fans. Real Star Wars fans are just happy to see Ahsoka in live action. Wait, people, people complain about Rosario? I mean, how would you do that? Because appa- apparently, according to them, she's a transphobe. Oh, gosh. Transphobe? Well, you know, you're, it's you're, stupid. I mean, you know, and it's it's been proven I mean, fake. You know, you know, here's the thing. You know, Gina Carano pissed off people on Twitter every single day, mm-hmm. and she still got a fan base. Oh, yeah. You know... Right. Well, the thing is, people like essentially people like us love her. You know, we like the people that are like who won't bend the knee to the crowd. You know, right? And won't like accept well, like what the mob is saying just because they are. Yeah, we just don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> exactly. And I mean, the fact of the matter is this. Also, I've I've said this before about things when it comes to like actors and actresses and whatever. I do not care what their politics are. Right. You know, well, I don't, I don't care how they feel about like abortion. I don't care how they feel about trans rights. If they can play the character, right. That's all that matters because that's their job. Oh, absolutely. It's not their job to solve the world's problems. Their job is to play a character and play it well. And that's it. Yeah. You're an actor. Act, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> well, like, this, this is a whole topic of discussion, probably, like, that could cover an entire show alone. But, like, yeah. you know, Kurt Russell, you know, the badass that he is in real life and on the big screen. Yep. You know, I don't know if you guys see him, but, <clears throat> and he's so right, you know. And, and most of them out there aren't saying what motherfucking Kurt Russell is saying. You know, he's saying... I don't believe that very thing. I don't believe that we should bring politics into this. Yeah. You know, it's like at the end of the day, like you said, not only is he so right, but I just don't give a shit. Like tweet all you want, you know, like Chris Evans. In no way do I agree with his political stance whatsoever, Mm -hmm. which is weird because he's fucking Captain America, but he's Captain America. So that's all I care about. I don't care what he does in his real life. I just don't. Exactly. 
you, I mean, you really want to piss people off? Bring in fucking Elliot, Elliot Page into, into Mandalorian. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I don't even know how to to respond to that, because, I mean, it's like... Yeah, I know. Like, like, is she like genuinely like saying she's like a like a like a trans person now? Like now she's a man, or is it like I don't know, just because she's crazy? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, uh, you know that yeah, that right there is a little bit confusing because you know, you know, she came out as lesbian. Well, let me say this: you know, that right there is confu- is confusing because they came out as lesbian. Yeah. And you know, now, now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, out of the blue, comes out of nowhere. They want to, they want to say that 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 the that the transgender now. It's like no. I mean, you you really want to break it down? Like, okay, if she if she's claiming to be a man now, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I was telling longer lesbian than are you? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, I get it. You, <laughs> you know, I get it. I get it. You know, she explained how, you know, how, you know, she came up with the, uh, um, the, 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 the conclusion. You know, yeah, I get it. You know, I saw the, I saw the, uh, the interview and everything like that. I, I get, I get her, her dilemma, but with mm-hmm. um. Elliot Page, I mean, yo. I mean, <laughs> I just don't I think it, it is what the fuck it wants. No, you I know? mean, and like but, I said, I think with Elliot Page, I think there's some genuine, like, maybe mental illness going on there. Yeah, I mean, it very well you know, could be. You know, I, I don't think they're up, like, I, to say like a proper transgender version, that doesn't sound right, you know. But I mean, hell, we're not politically correct here, so who cares? But um, <laughs> y- you know, it's like n- n- no, I, I I don't buy it. I really don't. It 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 almost seems to me, and I, I, I'm sure this probably isn't the case, but it seems to me like someone jumping on the bandwagon. Someone being like, you know, oh, like uh, all this talk about like like transgender and everything. I better jump on it. Yeah, I mean, who really knows? But what's even funnier to me is, <clears throat> I was telling her the other day. Sorry, man, I was coughing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, if she's claiming to be, if it's claiming to be a man, mm-hmm. if you want to look at it on the funnier side. Okay, if she's if it's claiming to be a man, all her, all all his whatever, previous roles like hard candy and shit. Yep. Okay, then he was after a man the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the way I look at it. It's like it makes it even freakier. It's like he was after a man instead of a little girl. So weird. Yeah, yeah. and I mean also I mean. Uh, have your uh, cake and eat it too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I always find it funny. Um, you know, uh, 
what was it? I saw someone talking once, and uh, it was it was a comedian. They were doing some stand up about like transgender and everything, and they said uh, the funny thing is that uh, now you get all these men becoming women, and they're making and and they're doing better at the woman stuff than the women do. And it was like, oh, I heard that, and I was like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, 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 I mean, I'm not politically correct, but even I know a landmine when I see it. <laughs> and, dude, you just stood on one with that one. <laughs> it's like, like e- even even when we change, you know, from men to women, we still do it better. It's like, dude. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's... A whole fucking topic by itself. Like, who who is that uh, woman? I think it actually was a woman that went to do that kick for football, and they uh, just rag, ragged on her ass like severely. Like, I, yeah. I'm not into sports at all, but I, I seen it and I heard about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like you hear people talking about, it and they're like, she completely like not only fucked people, fucked the whole team. Like yeah. people are trying to do this for a living because they're passionate about it. And you just went out there like a man, you know, and made a kick and it was the sorriest ass kick that you've ever seen. Yeah. And they congratulated on her for it and shit. Oh, and yeah. Hear people ragging on her, but it's, it's so true. Cause it's like you're fucking people out of careers. You fuck the whole team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, it, yeah. It's just funny, but it is. trying to be or women trying to be men. Mm. I mean, I don't care what people do in their personal life. You know, no. it just because I don't agree with it doesn't mean you know what I mean. Yeah. But if a, if a woman wants to be a man, there's something to be said for both, like both sides of it. Because mm. if a, if a woman wants to be a man and and go like it's the age old story, and go into battle, go into a war. And you have a period coming on, you're shit yeah. out of luck. You know what I mean? That that sort of mentality of it. Like if you want to be a man, you have to man up and be a fucking man about it. And and whatever woman problems you may have, mm-hmm. too fucking bad because you already chose it to be a man. Yeah. You know? Oh well I always remember that video, um, on the internet of course. And it's uh this woman on a on a bus. And she's like uh She's like slapping the bus driver and stuff, and he gets up and he just uppercuts her, and he knocks yeah. her completely out. And uh, they're like, people on the bus are complaining. They're like, "You're like, you don't, you don't hit a woman." And his thing was great. Was great. He just turned around. And he says, "I don't care. She wants to be a man. I'm going to treat her like a man." Right. <laughs> and that that's it. You know, if um, you know, say what you want. You know, true gender equality. Um. If you do something a man would do that would get him punched, you're going to get punched too. Right. It's that simple. <clears throat> that is equality. Not, right. you know, um, not uh, like, oh, I just want the good stuff and we'll, right. and not take the bad stuff. It's like, no, it's it's all or nothing. You know, make, make your choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah, we should probably end it here. So, uh, yeah, good episode, uh, slight, uh, went off on a bit of a tangent at the end there, but that's okay, that's just how this show works. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, be sure to check us out again. Uh, yeah. Peace out. Peace. Good to be here. Check you later.